Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Another great day for It's The Real. Yes, we are doing 12 days of podcasts, 12 days of Christmas, a waste of time, a waste of Christmas, a waste of... We haven't even mentioned Hanukkah. Oh, it's definitely a waste of Hanukkah. It's 12 brand new episodes of A Waste of Time with It's The Real leading up to Christmas itself. I don't know how people celebrate Christmas. I usually like to listen to 12 hours of podcasts well, <laughs> by two Jews. Jeff, you are in luck because we're in the middle of that right now. But before we get into today's episode, I would like to mention that if you go to itstherreal.com right now, right now, you can buy tickets to our headlining show at SOB's here in New York City on February 23rd, 2017. Jeff, what's going down? These two SOBs are going to be <laughs> headlining at SOBs, performing all of our old hits, all of our new hits, all of the songs that actually weren't hits. Yeah, we're bringing special guests through. We are bringing people up from the audience. We're telling stories. It is a show unlike any other. You guys are really going to enjoy this. A lot of you may know that we had a show last year called the Yolono Tour where we brought a million people through and had a, uh, we had a lot of fun. This one is going to be even bigger and better. February 23rd, 2017, SOBs. Jeff, where can people get tickets? You can go to itsthrill.com. There will be a splash page where you can buy your tickets. Swag splash. Jeff, who is on the podcast today? We have Chris Stiles. Okay, so if people don't know Chris Stiles yet, mm -hmm. you probably know Henny Palooza. It's the big party that goes around the country and brought back swag surfing. Yes. And Chris Stiles is one of the hosts of that. So he grabs the microphone and, you know, dances on stage and raps and sings along. And what else does he do on stage? I mean, if, let's just say if people do not know Chris Stiles, uh -huh. people have not been to Henny Palooza. Okay. He's probably the guy that broke up your last relationship. Wow. Wow. So <laughs> you want to know what? If you want to know more about him, here's you should a, listen to this podcast. You should listen to this podcast. So uh, shout out to Chris Stiles. That's two z's at the end of his name yeah jeff when should we get into this episode right now yo what up it's eric aka the stairmaster aka run up on you yo what up it's jeff aka getting slow head aka turtleneck yo it's fucking chris Dows, aka trapper anonymous aka henny palooza aka the young king aka the legend aka the best motherfucking host in the this way sound this is real that's what's happening what's good boy no you're really here on the west side yo i'm excited and by the way this is a long time in the making right here really yeah no yeah you're coming with a vengeance yeah i finally i finally made it to influence in twitter no yeah i wouldn't go that far but you are here in the hood i'm good yo well first of all how you doing yo i'm amazing yo how was thanksgiving um thanksgiving was with the family i had um i had a good time yeah i got i got to tell them all of my stories from la Oh, and are yeah. you going to tell those stories here? I'll, I'll tell a story <laughs> or two from L.A. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could talk. Yeah, we could talk about L.A. Why Wait, not? there's some stories that are just for the family, and there's some stories that like the public can hear. No, I mean, I really don't got no filter, so you know, <laughs> everybody, it is what it is. You want to know what the greatest thing was? That uh, obviously a lot of people know that we were all on the versus boat. And some things may or may not have happened on the boat, but... <sighs> no, we're definitely going into it, but... <laughs> we're going to talk about that? Yeah. Hell yeah, we're talking about that. But we went to the 300 second anniversary party, <laughs> which, by the way, in retrospect, is kind of crazy considering that, like, Todd Moskowitz and Lior Cohen are no longer at 300. But is 300 still a company? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, Unsure. They were yeah. definitely there, though. Unsure. Oh, they, oh, were, they there. were there that night. Yeah. yeah. They were just making moves before then <laughs> to leave. So, but... I ran into you at the bar. Yeah. And you were like, you motherfucker. Yo. <laughs> well, Yo. because we had been on our podcast and we talked about how you and your friends allegedly. <laughs> 
And by allegedly, we mean we saw a video of it that was put on YouTube <laughs> that you guys put up of you guys literally breaking the boat to, what was it, Kendrick's All Right? Yo, I, number one, VS, <laughs> yo, the VS boat ride was such a fucking experience. I feel like that shit was like really for the culture. Like when that, when we think back on like one of the greatest <laughs> moments in a fucking party, we gonna think about that VS boat ride. Yes, because what happened was that was after Coney Island Henny Palooza. The day of Coney Island Honey Palooza, just had Young and May. We all on a high. We all fucking drunk. We get to the motherfucking boat. And oh my God, they should have never put me on that motherfucker. Yo, we played five songs. You had your own room. <laughs> we played. No, first I came up to y'all room. Yes. Yeah, yeah we were on the roof. Y'all yeah. had the roof. We had, no y'all had the ceiling. Roof popping yeah, no ceiling. Yeah. It was lit. Then somebody had made the call like, all right, Honey Palooza got a room downstairs. I'm like, yo. We, we the fucking best party in the city. Why are we not on the roof? Fuck it, though. Okay. We going to go back down. <laughs> Yo, we going to go back down. We went back down there. Yo, I mean, it was rubble. Well, so, well, I mean, you guys literally had, like, asbestos <laughs> falling on you. They called it asbestos palooza. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad, yo. It was, you like, really five songs, though. No, it was, it was legit five <laughs> records. And Austin I think Mills got it going. By the time we got to Kendrick Lamar, or we played Palance. We played <laughs> Dreams and Nightmares. We played a couple more records. I'm surprised you got through Dreams and Nightmares. Me, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the time we played, and it was so, it was so funny because I remember uh, uh, Cass, he had tweeted out because uh, I was on the mic and I was just going. I was just going. I'm just like, yo, we don't pledge allegiance to the flag no more. We pledge allegiance to this song right here. Yo, by the time Kendrick said, all right, the shit was crumbling. Yeah. Yo. Was it you who first broke the ceiling? No, it wasn't me. I think it was Mac Wilds. Oh, look, I oh, saw, I saw oh, okay. I think by it was way, Mac Wilds. How, how quick Chris is to just throw <laughs> him under the mic. We're going to blame Mac. Blame, yeah, right, blame yeah, Mac. Right, exactly. Yeah, blame Mac. But, uh, the guy I, with the big check from VH1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blame, blame him because it's on video. Right. It is, yeah. <laughs> but um, I saw the security guard come from the back. He came from the back. And he just gave one of those like circle signals in the air. Like, nah, fuck that. The boat just said. <laughs> yo, it went right back to the dock. I'm like, yo, what time is this shit over? Two hours early. Yeah. And we yeah. had no idea what was going on up on the roof. And so like the boat turns around. It's like, that was oh, real yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Had yeah, no idea. So flash forward. The next week, time we see you, yeah, okay, 300. at three hundred party, and you go, yo, you guys talked about it on your fucking podcast, and your reach is crazy. I'm like, our podcast, yes. You're bro. like, everybody listens to it, and you got me blacklisted from this here party. So I was talking to well, one of the people that was uh, <laughs> doing the event, yep, and they told me, oh no, you're a liability, Chris. After you broke the boat in the VS, we're not gonna let you. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I'm like, goddamn, Eric, <laughs> <laughs> like, that it's the real. Real niggas. Yo. yo, I had to like, I was like, yo, damn, you dead ass. I really can't get it. So for the large part, I didn't think I was going to go. So my man, Low Key, I, I had just pulled up with him. And I'm just like, yo, you know what, Low? I'm going to just roll with you. We're going to see what happens. Like the head of Atlantic pulls up. He knows like Low Key and shit. And Low's like, nah, I'm going to just wait outside with my friends. He looked, he looked at Low like, like, if you don't bring your ass, we all just jumped in. I'm like, oh, it's lit. And so, yeah, it was a good time. And you time. made it inside. Yeah, we made it inside. And you're here today. Thank God. Man. God, <laughs> God, willing. God is yo. good, yeah. <laughs> so, for anyone who doesn't know, mm-hmm. yeah, well, first of all. Well, we don't know your story, I don't think. Well, no. but we're going to find it out. Yeah. But here's what people should know about you. They should know you from Henny Palooza. Right. They should know you from um, certain videos from Henny Palooza. Oh, my God. We're we getting into those Yeah, all those videos. <laughs> all right, let's get to Cause it. Because do you have family that follows you on social media? Yo, I, yo so like the <laughs> day after like one of my uh, videos had went viral or whatever, like 
like people in my job was just looking at me like, <laughs> like they was like squinting their eyes and shit. And I'm like, well, are they gonna say something? <laughs> They're looking at me like, well, is he gonna say something? Like it was just such an awkward. I mean, because I work in um, I work with kids. Yeah, we're like high school students. <laughs> so sometimes they come to me like, Mr. Chris, you're not low. Yeah, <laughs> we saw your video. Yo, like, yo, I'm gonna I'm get fired. You made it. it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm definitely gonna get fired. <laughs> but it's gonna be like a blaze of glory. Wait, so okay, so the the first video that I saw went crazy. Uh-huh. Was the one of the girl winding it on you, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So but, with that with that video, uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we in the spot. You know, what I mean, I'm hosting the party. It's, it is what it is. It's, it's lit. It's turned up. And like um, work came on. Austin Mills, he had dropped uh, Party Next Door's version of work, which is like the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one he wrote for her. The yeah. one he wrote for her, exactly. So we in there, we down. I'm like, yo, let's dub. So we, she grinding, she grinding, she grinding. So I'm like, I had this crazy ass reaction. I'm sure people are probably <laughs> going to watch it. But then I had got up and I'm on the mic and I'm like, we're going to go fucking viral in the morning. But I, <laughs> but I said it being funny. Right. Like, I didn't say it like thinking we were really going to go viral in the morning. <laughs> right. So then uh, I think we had left. We went to another party after, and uh, the girl that was grinding on me was there too. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> I really think we're going to go viral in the morning. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, w- whatever, Chris. Like, yeah, da, 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 By the way, what a line. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty great. So I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. You know what I mean? And I tell people this all the time. Like, I, I was so lit that night. I really don't remember. What that city dub. was it? It looks like you didn't remember it. That was Cam's birthday party. Oh, oh, Happy it wasn't even Cam. like that was sixty three Gans Award. Shout that, out to Bryce <laughs> and Vince. Like that was Gans Award. That wasn't even the Henny Palooza tour. No, crazy. That was like a side birthday party that just went way left. And you knew the girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's oh my the, god. Yeah. So oh, like, you know, everybody say, like the second time because because there is a second time that you guys have a, a <laughs> right. quote unquote rematch, <laughs> yeah, 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 which yeah. I think she wins. <laughs> she's, she's won all. Does of she them. also yeah. call you Mr. Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we doing that? We're, like, we're not going to do that. Nah, great, great girl, great yeah, girl. Yeah, she's yeah. here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Where are you originally from? I'm from Brooklyn. Where in Brooklyn? Um, downtown, from okay. Fort Greene. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. where you were born and raised. Born and raised. Wow. Like I still live. Are in my you parents related house. to Talib Kweli? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> is he another black person? <laughs> and do we all look alike? Fort, yeah. But he lives in Fort Greene. Fort Greene. Oh, no, is, um, How many brothers on, and sisters you have? I have a brother and a sister. They're twins. Older, younger. Older. Okay. Yeah, I'm the baby. And so you're the baby. I am. Yeah. Your your parents treat you like like anything goes. You're good. Nah, I was just always like. It was like we had like my brother and sister, and then we always had like that's Christopher. <laughs> like I was like, mom, and, I remember asking my mom, like, mom, am I bad? She's like, no, you're just busy. <laughs> my mother always, I always like, you don't call children bad. Yeah, you was just busy, and I was like, all right, mom, whatever. Did you get Did you get busy in elementary school? Um, I think it mostly happened in junior high school. In elementary school, I wasn't even really that cool, to be yeah. honest. I got cool in high school. Public or private school? What, what the hell? The public school. No, because, you know, like, you know, there's those people who, like, go to private school. No, we're not one of those people. And <laughs> when, when they get out, they're just like, oh, I'm freedom. Like, you oh, know, let no, me... no, no, no. I was in public school the whole time. Like, I went to, like, one of the worst high schools in, in Brooklyn. Really? Yeah, I went to Cobble Hill. Back when Cobble Hill was, like, Cobble Hill. Like, it was disgusting. Really? Like, my first day in Cobble Hill, I saw somebody, like, get slapped. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, yeah, five finger, yeah. Like, it was just, it was crazy. Welcome to high school. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Like, freshman Friday was a thing. Like, we ran home. Like, goddamn. Yeah, I was just like, 
Man. You guys look so concerned. This well, is, now, so like, I'm, I'm glad you made it out. Like, yeah, 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 no, this is, this is not that bad. It's like regular. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I mean, course. listen, I've never been to Cobble Hill because I hear stories. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, well, Brooklyn's yeah, completely it, gentrified. Like, Cobble Hill is like... <laughs> our Brooklyn? <laughs> so, how how much older were your brother and sister? Um, They're only a year and a half older than me. Oh, cool. Yeah. So... But did they go to the same high school? Absolutely not. They went to a better high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, much better. Okay, so you couldn't like follow in their footsteps and. Have to be that- honest, I only went to my high school because they said that we could like go out and get lunch. Yeah. So I'm like, oh shit, you can go out and get lunch. <laughs> That's how you chose. Me. I'm going to that high school. I got to that high school and we couldn't go out and get lunch. They know because you were so bad. <laughs> no, like, no, he was busy. No, it, right. it, it, I was busy, but it was never a thing. Like it was like a rumor that in this school you. Can Who told you this rumor? For someone that. I don't know. Probably heard some. We lot. should freshman Friday though. Yeah, I know you go <laughs> find them. Right. <laughs> Do you have a high school job? A high school job? No, I mean I got fired from every job that I've ever had. Like Which what? Uh, I've been. <laughs> I used to. I used to hang up like flyers for like people like. Within. Like Funk Flex? No, no. <laughs> like political people. I never like Tracy Boylan. I used to, I used to walk around the hood, and I mean we was in like the hood. Yeah. yeah. And we was like posting flyers for this politician. That was like one of my jobs. Got fired for that because I was like slacking. Like I was just like. Then I worked at like Levi's. Got, got fired, fired from that. that. Were you um, a good folder? No, I was horrible. Actually, they wanted me to do something past the time it was time for me to go. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> you told me I was on schedule till seven. It's seven thirty. I oh, need so to go. <laughs> it's just like, like nah. But it's just, I'm like, all right. This and you're like bottom me. man on the totem pole. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you walk into Levi's, like, yeah, it's like, any, and it's no slight to like anybody working in no, retail, but you know, like, they treat you like a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. And like, I was always getting fired from every job. I worked at uh, Abigail Kirsch. I worked at Steiner Studios. I worked at so many different places. And it's always the same thing. Did you ever work with friends? Like, did you get jobs like that your friends were working at too? Uh, Henny Palooza. No, yes, that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God you didn't get fired from that. Right. Or, or did you? And I, I might. Yo, Benner actually said he wanted to talk to me oh God. <laughs> tomorrow, so we're going to see my oh future my with God. that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I think you should send a message to him tonight on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's Benner. <laughs> yo, bro, it's not even like that. <laughs> so He says you drink too much. <laughs> I'm drinking now. So yeah. what? So and you are drinking Hennessy. Yes. Yeah. On you know, brand. By the way, you, you know <laughs> what's really funny is that we went down to Thanksgiving and uh, our our family friend, like our aunt's like longtime friend, he's been like he and his family come to like Thanksgiving, so we know them very well. Okay. And we're sitting there, and Aunt Marge is pouring up Hennessy as like a little like dessert, like you know, like right? It. I love it. And so he's just like, "Is Hennessy really popular?" I'm like, "Is Hennessy really popular?" Is it? And yeah. then, then meanwhile, then he's just like, "Is it owned by like Louis Vuitton?" And I was like, "Actually." It is. I was like, LVMH. that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so shout out to Mel, who knows about Hennessy. Um, yo, shout out to you, Mel. Yo, Mel, Mel should really go to Henny Palooza. I time. cannot even imagine what I that know. would be like. <laughs> so Mel is like a 70-year-old Jew. <laughs> is he? Yeah. yeah. You guys are Jewish? Yeah. 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 Ah, okay. how, you can you, yeah how can no, you tell? I see, I see the curls. The curls, right. Yeah. The yeah. nose, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah but you guys are not like Hasidic. <laughs> the last name? No, 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 no. Clearly. I mean, I do wear a lot of black. No. Okay. They on got East, them around on Eastern there. Parkway. Yeah, right. Yeah, or right. On Williamsburg. All, yeah. all over. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. But now we are Reformed Jews, so we don't like. Eric and I had pork for lunch. Yeah, really? we don't. Yeah. yeah. No, Jew, I think Jews run the world. No, but that's uh, not true, though. That's not. No, just media. So you're not like. <laughs> 
So you're not like Illuminati or anything? We are not Illuminati. No, no. I think we'd have a bigger he's apartment. He's definitely Illuminati. Okay. Dan, 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 Dan has a real job, so yes, he's yeah. part of the Illuminati. No. no, no, we've all worked to get to this point okay. where we still all live together and operate. And have a doorman yo, downstairs. That is nice, though. Yo, you, yo, you guys are living, y'all are living good, man. This is this white privilege shit. We're not talking about, man. You guys are fucking living so That's right. good you right now. You see how yeah. well we're I living I mean, here. I'm looking outside. I can see the fucking city. From your fucking room. You are a liar. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a building right there. We didn't used to have curtains in this spot Yo, until. It's the real is living nice. Shout out to the doorman, <laughs> man. He tr- he almost tried to tell me I couldn't come in. Not true it's, whatsoever. Okay. Not true whatsoever. <laughs> so you're in high school. You're getting fired from every job. Yeah. What's the plan? I was just gonna go to college. So um, I had went to um, I went to a school upstate. It was a community college. Which one? <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, um, Fort Montgomery. I didn't have the grades to actually okay. go to like. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 get into a real university right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like They denied me So I went there You know I, I bullshitted around And my sister She actually invited me To her school She went to New Paltz Okay So we went to New Paltz And we going up there We living it up in New Paltz like, SUNY New Paltz Yeah, yeah. New, I'm like oh my god <laughs> This is what college is See okay So you got out of that Like The you community know, that, college yeah, invited. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I got back to, I got back to my school And I said Never a fucking again I, I studied my ass off I went to every college workshop I went to every Everything that I could have did to put myself in a different school, I did that. I what was major a, were you? I was a uh, over there. I was a communica- communications, communications major. major. Yeah. Gotcha. I, By the way, what a bummer to stutter on that one word. <laughs> what? On uh, communications. communications. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, and 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 communications is like the it's, it's the degree you get when you can't do anything else. It's, it's like the <laughs> no, biggest, it's psychology. No, it's like the bullshit degree. I like, think every degree is mostly bullshit. I mean, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. If we're really thinking about college, but like, yeah. if you're in college, like you're getting a communications major, or you're getting a liberal arts major, if right. you don't know what the fuck you want to do, yeah. right, or you don't really have a talent, yeah. or you're not good at anything. So I was getting a communications major there, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, nah, man, I need to go. I seen the fraternities, I seen the parties, I seen the step shows. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna fucking go. There. Right. Mm-hmm. So um I get back to school. I lock myself in the dorm room the entire semester. I get like a three four GPA. Yo. Whew. Mind you, and I already had like a two point two something. I was, I was I didn't give totally a fuck. flipped it around. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. flipped it around. I never forget I was in uh Poconos for a family vacation. My phone rang, it was uh SUNY Hill Westbury, and I got into that college and I'm like, oh my god. Yo, yo! My mother had to actually save me from that school because I got into a lot of drama out there. So she came to pick me up because, um, yeah, it was going. You got down. busy out yes. there. <laughs> it was crazy out there. Yeah, it was crazy. Westbury, Long Island. Yeah, I mean, they got the fraternities there. Did, Were you in a fraternity? Yeah, I, I got a chance to join a fraternity. Did my they? First did they put you through hell? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I, and then once you got to be an upperclassman. Mm-hmm. Or put in like you know a couple years in the fraternity. Did you give the incoming freshman hell? No, absolutely not. Really, it was like my process was so bad that I just promised myself that I would never. Good for you. Put people do that, and if they was ever going to come to me, it was going to be for education. It was going to be for something I could tell, talk to them about, and educational wise, I would just never. I I, I wasn't really a big fan of um. That's awesome. People so in. then, what did the fraternity mean to you? Like, what was being a part of that community? A network. Yeah, that was all it was for me. Um. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that was all it was for me. Like, one of my first meetings, I was just like, hell no, I'm not doing this shit. This shit is fucking crazy. And one of the um, coldest things one of my deans had told me, he was just like, yo, Chris, uh, when have you ever had the opportunity to join something bigger than yourself? I'm like, wow. what? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yo, when have you ever had the chance to join something bigger than yourself? And, like, that shit, I, I brought that back to my dorm room. I was like, nah, I got to do this shit, man. I'm doing push-ups. I'm reading <laughs> yeah, books. Yeah. I'm, like, doing all this kind of shit. And, uh, yeah, shout out to you. Uh, too easy, man. That's my nigga. 
Man, did uh, did going through like the the pledging process bring you at all closer to your pledge brothers or or was no? It just- so I had a completely. I feel like my process wasn't like the traditional process or what the process should have been, or what it should be for people. So mm-hmm. right. I wouldn't take my process and be like. This is like the universal way you need to get into a fraternity or yeah, do yeah. this, that, and the third. Absolutely not. I feel like the way I was got brought into the process was completely different. And that's no slight to my brothers or anything like that. But I just feel like it didn't really bring us together. And it, it just wasn't used for what it was supposed to be used for. Because I've seen good processes. And right. I've seen good. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I just didn't feel like mine was a reflection of. Are you still close with your brothers today? Uh, which brothers? No, the the, the brothers. fraternity brothers. Yes. Well, the ones in my chapter, probably not. Okay, gotcha. But like you know, Cam, Austin, like oh, are uh, all Rory? Like they're yeah. all in my fraternity. So, but from other schools, other schools. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah. really, that's where you connect. Yeah, but how does that bring you together? Because like you didn't actually know them, but is it like there's a, a core like value, I guess? Because I, I I wasn't in a fraternity, I wasn't was either. Either. so like I don't I don't fully understand it. Yeah, I mean, just it's just like you knowing me from something. Right, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and it brought us close. And someone else is from that. You may not know him, but you may look at it and like, oh, okay, we're part of the same thing. So there's something. So part of being in a fraternity is being fraternal and just having brothers and having this network and using it to its fullest capacity. You right. know what I'm saying? So like even even like within that, it was it made it easier to connect with different people. So whether these people are people of power or people of different positions, you know, I, mean, I got out of a ticket because I was a capital one time. You know, really? what I mean? just because they noticed. Does that did entail- you do like the secret handshake? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like it's different things, like yeah. handshakes yeah. and different gestures and different things. You do that- the stroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what got us all got the bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the reason we joined. <laughs> no, of course. So, so. Did you have any themed parties in school? Oh, yeah. Pretty nasty parties. Shimmy like a new. We've had. Uh, Founders Day is actually coming up uh, yep. January 5th. But um, we're doing something at Stage 48. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that should be a good time. And were you uh, elected any type of position in your fraternity? Absolutely not. Like, you got to <laughs> understand. Like, me, I wasn't that guy. Like, I was not that guy. And after I got yeah, off. Only I was, now you are the one who put yourself out, out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was so remorseful for my process that I didn't even want to have too much to really do with being in a fraternity so like i got off and i just did my own thing and i started my own pr company and which actually helped me graduate i used it as my internship mm-hmm. in communications but yeah. i used to tour the east coast in different schools and host and throw events there under uh my own company which was like pretty international so when did you become chris styles Ooh, that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> i became chris styles in um junior high school i Oh no, yeah no. The first my freshman year of high school, I became Chris Styles. The name Chris Styles, not the brand, not the mm. guy, but I was the name Chris Styles. I used to want to be a rapper, and I was a rapper, and I cut school one day to be in the studio, and my name was the Kid. Okay, and I got on the mic, and I'm like, yeah, it's your boy, it's your, it's the Kid. And he's like, nah, man, that's whack. <laughs> yeah. Who who is this? This is some guy named Mike. <laughs> like, I don't even know where Mike is or what Mike is doing right now. But he said, "Yo, your name is Chris Styles." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, God, no, that shit is trash. I'm never gonna go by that name. And like, yo, after a while, I was like, the kid was like really trash. So I was like, Chris Styles is not as trash. So I'll just take that. Wow. By the way, some guy named Mike is a great name. <laughs> I just like to say that. And did you always go by Chris Styles with two Z's at the end? Well, to be honest, and I hate telling the story because it just m- doesn't make me as authentic. Mm. But um, I na- I put two Z's at the end of my name because Chris Styles was like already taken on okay, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, let me just add a Z, and no. it wasn't taken. So 
after a while, and I, and I realized the importance of a name because yeah. when you're talking about a name, you're talking about a brand, you're talking about this is what people are going to Google, this is what people are going to research. Yeah. And it's like, I wish, I wish, I wish I would have paid more attention to detail. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to making your name and this, that, and the third because the two Zs was really just... It's just so I can have the name because it was already taken. But now you are Chris Tiles with two Zs. So yeah. now it's a thing. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. have been the kid with three Ds. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> so what do you mean when you say you form your own PR company and you're running up and down the East Coast? You're going to different schools and throwing parties? DSU, VSU, Howard. We're in different schools. And I used to get built just to host parties. Yeah, but who are you and how do you find... I'm in a fraternity. So like being a capital was cool. So, like, oh, the Kappas is coming to our yard. We used to go to Hofstra. We used to go to all these different schools. It's just like they didn't have Kappas there. Right. Or sometimes they did. And through our brothers, and, and um, I was already popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it was me and another uh, another guy, my man Carter. And um, we used to just, we was already popular. So, you get in a car and you just go to. Yo, I used to pack a bag, a garbage bag, like, full of clothes. And we used to go. Really? Yeah. And, and what was the signature part of your party? Nothing like, and that, and that was the problem. Like, before I got on the mic, before I was actually hosting, hosting, yeah, I used to just go to parties and do our little strolls, all little shimmy, and it was yeah. like, this is not really anything, right? I'm like, right. yo, we don't really do anything, you know what I'm saying? So you didn't um, bring a DJ with you. No, oh, so we had a DJ. So my man Chris Cash, he used to DJ for us, and Cash used to just have us like, he made us relevant in as far as. Okay, we have somebody to bring to you because right. we don't DJ, right? And I'm not on the mic, so right? He's the like, party. <laughs> he he was the party, but he was pretty international. Right. So you didn't have to be in a fraternity to be pretty international, but you could still be a part of you know this little conglomerate that we had, right? And I just remember one day we was in Hausha doing a party. I'm like, yo, I think I could do that. And it's like he's like, all right, there's the levels. You put this up, you put this down, and you know what I'm saying this is how I cue the next song. You see what's coming up, and this. I'm like, all right, let me do it. And people were like responding to me. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I could do this. <laughs> you know, we go to the crib. I'm like practicing in the crib. Like I sit there, yo, it's your boy Chris Stiles. You already know pretty international. In the and I used to just go like that. And it was like, I just happened to be good. It was so natural for me that, you know what I'm saying? So that DJing was. Yeah. So what was the first big party that after you figured that out, you killed? Ooh. After, after I figured that out, I mean... I mean, it, what really started changing things, I, I was a part of this thing called Step Correct. Okay. Um, it was this big-ass Greek fest in mm-hmm. New York City. Like, any New York Greek would know about it. And I got a chance to host uh, Step Correct with this guy named Sway. And um, shout out to Sway. And, you know, I got to do Step Correct for, like, the first time. And that's where I got my real big, you know, 1,500-people crowd. And I was just like, oh, my God. And, like, they're responding. So I was just like, all right, this is something I could take and, you know, really move forward. Did you have, like, that sort of, like, vision where you're just like, oh, I see what it is for whenever I get out of school? And did that make you think, like, I should do this full time even before I graduate? Absolutely not. So, like, for me, it was just like. All right, this college shit is getting old. I need to make a transition. Yeah. And I, you know, I've always known Cam. Like yeah. I posted Cam's party, his birthday party back in 2010, right? And um, well, 2011, something like that. So like, I always knew Cam, and I was like, Yo, Cam, like you're you're like in this industry thing, <clears throat> and you really got this thing kind of going on. I kind of want to make that transition. Nobody wants to be the old guy still doing strolls in a party for like 18 year olds, right? You know what I mean? So I'm just like, Yo, I really want to make this transition. So Cam is just like. They, that was when, when they used to do uh, these brunches in Sons of Essex. We yeah, did right. a lot of brunches in Sons of Essex. So he's like, yo, just come through one day. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, all you got to do is put me in the room. I'm going to do the rest. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, I'm going to put you in the room. See what you do with it. 
And are you still DJing at this point, or are you just like... Yeah, yeah, I was always a host, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But, but that's I was different than... De- that's Yeah, like, I can't yeah. DJ. I, I can't <laughs> play a record. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to... This shit works. I mean, after being around it so long, I could probably like play one or two records, but no, I'm not. I'm you know not, how to work right. the fader though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. killer <laughs> on the fader. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm we get busy on the fader. So, so you and Cam link up, and now you're officially a part of these parties every Sunday. No, I mean, <laughs> no. I, I used to go to the Sons of Essex, and they used to have DJ. I used to just go up there and take the mic. Yeah. That was just me. I was going to pit like, yo. I, I, I mean, they used to have like Hot 97 DJs in there, all kind of DJs. And I used to be like. I'd be like, yo, Kim, yo, I, I want to get on. He's like, yo, how have you done it in the past? <laughs> that was one of his lines to me, like, how have you done it in the past? And as soon as he say that, I just get these eyes, and I'm like, all right, I'm going. <laughs> and I'll just get in there. I'll never forget. Like, the video is still, like, on YouTube and shit. Like, is when uh, Chris Brown was in jail, and Loyal had, was, like, the biggest record in the yeah. city. And, yo, we, I just used to get shit rocking. Yeah. Yeah, I used to get shit rocking. And were you, like, always, like, comfortable on, on stage? Or was it like, yo, I need to get, like, drunk, too? <laughs> To actually like do that No so like my first time hosting I was actually in um, college And um, these girls needed s- Somebody to host their fashion show mm-hmm. And so I'm like alright You know what I think I'm gonna go up I want Yeah I'm gonna do it Yeah yeah And after they asked me to do it I'm like yo what the fuck did I just do I don't <laughs> fucking know how to host like, you know what I'm <laughs> I was always charismatic I had right. energy You know what I'm saying People just always read that vibe for me It's like yo you just gotta do it And I remember this guy yo, He gave me one of the coldest pieces of advice He said yo um, I said, yo, bro, how do you do this shit? Because he was doing it more than, longer than me. I'm like, yo, how the fuck do you do this shit? And he's like, yo, you can't care. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, he's like, yo, you can't care. And it's like some of the best advice I got as a host. It's like, you can't care. If I go up there and I and I trip and I run behind stage, everybody laughs at me. I'm a mockery. If I go up there and I trip, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these floors? Somebody needs to come fix this shit. Now <laughs> it's a joke that we're sharing together. <laughs> so I realized I was always in control. And I can't respond to what the crowd is giving me i gotta give them something and they're mm-hmm. gonna feed off that exactly so right. you can't give a fuck so i live my life like that too by the way and that's how everyone should live their yeah. life like oh, i live my life the opposite way oh really <laughs> i care about everything yeah, yeah, yeah. actually caring yeah um except for twitter mentions i live my life one quarter mile at a time wow yeah yeah, yeah. Do you see if they changed the name of the franchise by the way what is it fast nine no it's uh, uh the uh something of the furious of the oh, Furious? Fate. Yeah, The Fate of the Furious. Fate? Fate of the yeah, Furious. Yeah, I've seen that. What does that mean? I mean, you have to see the movie <laughs> to find out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm so over the Fast and the Furious series. Like, I don't, I don't want to see another car jump through a building. Like, I'm good. I know what the fate of Paul Walker was. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was kind of cold. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. So, so you're DJing. No, sorry. So, you're hosting parties now on yep. Sundays at Sons of Essex. Yep. And how do you take it then... To where you are today. So now we got to go with Cam starting Henny Palooza as a little, small, little party. Bring your own Hennessy. Bring your own chicken. And you can party, right? That's right. At his apartment. Yep. So how oh many people God. show up the first night? Oh, I wasn't there. You weren't there? No, absolutely not. Were I didn't a- get the part of Henny Palooza until like the, the fourth or the fifth one. Wait, oh. How come you didn't get the invite? I wasn't that cool. Well, and I was agreed. also doing my thing in the Greek world. Mm, so remember, uh, I wanted to make the transition from the Greek world to the industry world, and these guys kind of had it within the industry. Right. Or the, you know. Well, then do you, do you get a day job at that point? Oh no, I was I was I was a substitute teacher. A substitute teacher. Yeah, I had a degree. I did, I, communications. Excuse me. It's one of the hardest uh, 
jobs. It's hard. It's so hard to get a job within communications. Yeah. It's like the industry is about who you know and not what you know. And yeah. it's just like you got to have the connections. Like I didn't, I couldn't get a fucking job in communications. So you're a substitute teacher in what subject? Whatever? No, like substitute teacher, you get on something called Subcentral. They call you up from this pool and you pick a school and they call you and you agree to go and, you know, you just go in. When you go in, you get $150 a day and that's it. Man, well, did you ever have any kids who were just like unruly and didn't give a shit that you yeah, were standing in front of them? Yeah, I mean, like you go up to a school that uh, a, a district thirty school, which is like uh, special education and mm. kids with needs, and these are like really emotionally wrecked kids. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he's like, "Good morning." And they're like, "Mister, suck my dick." And he was like, "Oh." No, all I said was good morning. Yeah, I'm, like yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm Mr. That. Chris. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just, I'm Chris. It's like he's like, nah, nigga, suck my dick. And it was like. So I got a lot of that yeah. within, like, especially the schools with uh, kids with needs and, you know, but, but, you know. I mean, that's diving into the deep end. It is. That's like what I, I graduated with a communications degree. Yeah. What Did am I doing? Did you have any, like, previous experience with special needs kids? No, no, no. My, my parents worked in education, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I've always had, like, okay, I could go that route. You know, if worst comes to worst, I could just be an educator or whatever the case yeah. may be. You know what I'm saying? So I, um, that's what really got me, like, the connections and got me open to my eyes to, like, the education part of things. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was a substitute teacher. We've had uh, – we have we have some friends who work in um, – as special needs um, – uh, substitute teachers and and uh, uh, what, tutors teachers. and tutors. Yeah. yeah, it's not easy. No, no, and not easy. I always ask them, how do you leave the work at work and not take it home? You do it every time. You can't help it. You can't help that. Because like, there's no separation. Like you, you take it home. Yeah, yeah. that's just a lot. Hundred percent emotionally and physically and the whole. Yeah, I couldn't thing. do it. I felt myself getting like crazy yeah did, yeah did kids like physically get like right, so so some schools like when i talk about like i think it's, I, I, it might be don't quote me it might be a district 30 school i don't mm-hmm. know but like you've had students and they're like okay you could put your hands on a kid i'm like what they're like yeah you can't like fuck them up and shit like that but like you could like restrain, restrain them, them. You yeah know right what I'm saying? Yeah. i'm like wow that's it's a bit intense you know what i'm saying and yeah yo these kids is with it they with the shits yeah, yeah. so so you're doing that during the week and mm-hmm. then the weekend comes and what kind of parties are you moving at? Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm living a double life. Like, even today, it's like I'm a counselor during the day in these high schools, and, like, at night, it's just like I'm Batman. You know what I'm saying? It's just turn up, and, like, you just can't believe it. So it's just like, at that point, I was um, going to these brunches. I was going around, so I'm, like, being around people, and, like, they just always fed off my energy. You know what I'm saying? So um, for me, um, actually, you know, shout out low-key, mm-hmm. um, I came to low key and I was like, oh damn, man, Henny Palooza was shitting on me. Like, it was like, all right, who's this kid? Like, the Cam wasn't shitting on me because that's my guy. Yeah, right. But like, you gotta also understand when you're entering a group of different people, it was it's just a, it's just more so about all these people are gonna accept you this down the third. So I don't want you to introduce me as your brother. Like, don't introduce me as your brother. Put me in that room. If they like me, they like me. If they don't, they don't. That's mm-hmm. how I wanted it to be, as organic as that. Right. I didn't want it force myself onto people or right. just uh, or sit there and at people on Twitter all day. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? If they accept me, they accept me. If they don't, they don't. Mm-hmm. And they always kind of built that kind of thing. So like, they, they didn't want to, like, who is this new kid? Right. This is our thing. Right. We're not gonna let nobody infiltrate us. So I had to humble myself. At that point, I had to bring myself to like a low key of the world and just be like, "Yo, bro, please, like, you got it." Mm-hmm. And I, and for me, that was a lot. Yeah, I gotta tell somebody else that I'm like, "Yo, you got it. I know it. you. You running the city. You hosting. You doing all these yeah. gigs. You doing all these things. I need a shot." Because like low key, like you know, prides himself on his hosting, hundred percent. And uh, you know him and Mecca and and everybody else. And so then you come in and it's just like, "Yo, I want a chance at the mic." Hundred percent. 
And and, and low-key is like, you know, I seen you rip it a couple times in uh, Sons of Essex, this, that, the third, you're doing your thing. I'm going to give you two hours. I'm like, word? <laughs> I'm like, yo, you sure? <laughs> He's like, yeah. You know, and one of the big things for low-key was when he was coming up in the industry, he got a lot of flack from, like, the older heads. They ain't sharing nothing. They ain't mm. sharing shit. And they always shitting on the younger person coming up because they want to secure their position and secure their spot. So he was like, yo, I'm going to give you a chance because they didn't give me a chance. Yeah. And I I, I always thank him. And how quickly I, did you find yourself hanging out with them outside of the parties, too? Um, Outside of the parties? Or do you still not? No, because I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think none of them are cool. Like, and that's just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't think none of you niggas is cool. Because <laughs> I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, no, no, we hang out all the time. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> no, we we go out. So how long did it take for that to happen? I would probably say it developed on tour because when we started touring, now you're forced to like, right, li- live with these people. You're like, forced you go to, to really water like, with them. That's yeah. like, you yeah, really yeah, yeah. You're them. forced yeah. to like know these people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when I got the chance to know them as people and not just as whatever they do, whether you have your own magazine, yeah. Yeah. whether you do photography, whether you do music, whatever the case may be. I got to know you as a person. Then we more so chilled as friends. And so let's go. Let's go through who there is. There's Cam. There's Low. Rory. Kaz. Raven. Raven um, my missing Benner. Benner. Yep. Austin. Peach. Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Peach. Um, right. Yeah. You said Mac. Um, Mac. Yeah. We got we got Bruno. He does uh, our merch. We got Dwayne. Um, yep. News Eleven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. News Eleven. Shout out to my bro. Um, it was like 12 people. We got Carl. We got Just. They do the video. We got... Um, this is like a real operation. Yeah. Yo, shout, bro, shout out to Fleisch. It's, a, it's yeah. real. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you guys all together, it's like everyone plays their part and it's all, at this point, four years in... Right it's now. a it's a it's a smooth running machine. Yeah, man. Well, does everybody actually have a role, or is that or are people like just some people are, are are more I don't know a shortstop maybe like just somebody who's sort of a utility player like they can just hang out and party. It's debatable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So we pride ourselves in like everybody has a role. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's like the dope part about it. It's like every like nobody's just here to just like hang out and take fucking pictures and shit like that. Like Except if you're Raven. around, huh? Except for Raven. She, that is yeah, yeah, yeah. Raven is here to take pictures. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, I mean on the yeah, other end of the lens. The picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean so, so like Everybody like we and we really pride ourselves in like everybody just finding a way. Like even if you're gonna be around us, like Cam is the kind of leader where he's just like, "Yo, you want to be around us? I get it. I gotta find a job for you. Mm-hmm. And if I don't find a job for you, you come to me and you say what the game plan is for you. What your job is gonna be, and that's how you get on. Mm-hmm. It's nobody just here for like shits and giggles, like. And I and I think it's it's dope because everybody comes from their own following. Everybody comes from their own little whatever they got going on in their personal life, mm-hmm. and it just comes to make this machine. If we can't agree on nothing else, we want to agree on Henny Palooza. So a couple things about Henny Palooza. Um, one thing is that it's all organic. Yeah. This is this is something that was built by all of you guys into something where you're selling out enormous venues across the country. It's fucking crazy. Um. One of the things that you guys have made really, really, really popular, and I think this goes to low key, yeah. But swag surfing, yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> like, like, what's that group's name? Uh, uh, no one knows. Uh, no, it's, no, it's Fly. It's uh, Fly, oh, Fly Life Young Surfers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys were dead in the water. Like, there was no, <laughs> like, there was nothing going on for them. 
Honestly. Funny story about that. I heard they actually thank Low and ATL. They should. Like, yo, thank you for like, you know. They yeah, should. How could they not? Yeah, like, now, now you see all these videos and everybody's like swag surfing in parties now. And it's like this They did it on thing. the White House lawn. They like, do it everywhere. Like, <laughs> but it, but yeah. it really like, made a comeback have, yeah. with you guys. I, I believe that. And and you can't go to Henny Palooza and not, not have swag that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have fucking swag surf. Like That's Now the, we got like the little balloons that come from the sky. <laughs> you swag surfing is just like this crazy ass experience now. But, uh, yo, it's, it's a fucking good time. Man. And it's, and it's, it's every single swag surf the best one ever. Yo, you know what's funny about that? Like, not even being funny. Like, after every fucking Henny Palooza, we all sit back in a room and we be like, yo, this was the best one. <laughs> and, like, now it's like, I know people think we gassing it. Right. Like, you got to think. I wouldn't even believe me if I was you. Like, every Henny Palooza was the best one. Like, yo, the one on Webster Hall that just passed, yo, that shit was, like, the best one. Yeah. And I didn't think nothing was going to top L.A. L.A. was fucking crazy. Why was L.A. crazy? Oh, man. I mean, uh, Nipsey came, uh, Dave Loaf came through, uh, Prowlin came through. <laughs> Yo, the game actually came through. He looked on the stage and he said, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true that Chris Brown respects your dance moves? Holy fucking shit. Y'all asked me about that? Yes, of course we have to ask you about that. <laughs> oh, it's lit. All right, so. <laughs> Yo, yo, and not even to like fan out or like be a groupie, but like. I got to tell y'all this story. Let's do it. All right, so boom. We in LA, so Raven's like, yo, Chris. I'm like, yo, what? You know she does And she's like, no, 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 Chris Brown. Sorry, (laughs) move. (laughs) No, no, before he gets there. So she goes, goes, Chris, I want to take you to uh, Future's party. So everybody knows Raven does Future's photography. She's like, yo, I want to take you to Future's birthday party. Like, Raven knows I got this energy. I'm always high. She's like, yo, you're going to have math fun there. I'm like, all right, cool. We in LA. We doing LA, da, 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 da. So number one, you got to take a fucking shuttle to take it to the mansion. Like, this mansion is, like, in Beverly Hills or somewhere. This is a private party. <laughs> yeah, this, oh, this is a private fucking party. You know, and so... Yo, Did you bring a gift? Did you bring uh, some Hennessy? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, just, I just bought my dance moves. <laughs> Let me get through this story. <laughs> yo, so we pull up to the spot. You know, we get I get in the Uber and shit like that. We pull up to the spot. It's, like, drizzling outside. Like, we're all, like, trying to huddle under, like, this awning and shit like that. It's purple rain. Number one. It is, yeah. It's a thousand... Women out there mm-hmm. from one to ten, the ugliest girl was a 12. And <laughs> they all want to go home with future that but, night, yeah. But how are their personalities? <laughs> it doesn't matter, no, it does. No, it don't matter. Like, they all was fire. Thousand women, the ugliest girl was a 12. <laughs> They're all handing in their phones at the door, like, oh, they yeah. couldn't even come inside with their doors. It's like, oh no, we private ain't doing this shit. Like, party, yeah, yeah, private party. We go in, da da da. So, like. You've been to L.A. before. Like, yeah. yeah. They have fucking In-N-Out Burger outside the mansion. There are always beautiful women at In-N-Out. At every, <laughs> at every, <yeah>. So <laughs> it's like it's like an In-N-Out truck. You know what I'm saying? We eat everything. We, I'm like, yo, fuck that party. I'm mad hungry. <laughs> Give me a double uh, In-N-Out, whatever, whatever. So we eat and it out. Future pulls up. White Phantom. No lie. Yo, I don't even know if I can say this shit, but pulls up with uh, Scotty Pippen's wife. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. On an arm, bad. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. on a scale of one to ten, what is she? No, she's bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, right, right. she's bad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We walk in the party, and it's like it's like a crib, so it's like sectioned off like a crib. So you, you roll got... in with them, by the way. No, I just like uh, when when I saw Future walk in, I was like, all right, it's, it's probably time to stop eating In and Out <laughs> Burger, and I think we need to just go inside the party. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We go in the party, it's like sectioned off like a club, so that's one room, another room. You know what I'm saying? It's 
open bar everything you know what I'm saying I'm never starstruck we around celebrities all the time but like this shit is on another fucking level like women are handing out burgers and <laughs> shots butt ass naked oh yeah there's like a there's a um there's a strip club downstairs, by the way. Like, oh, okay. this is a house. It's like yeah. a whole strip club downstairs. Sure. So they're handing out, like, burgers on the platters and shit. Like, yo, you want a burger? And I'm like, no, I want you. <laughs> by the way, they would get a C grade in New York City. <laughs> Very unsanitary. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I don't think nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we go inside. So I go into the other room. Like, Cal is, like, chilling on the couch. Like, I don't even think he wanted to be there. So, like, we go. I'm like, yo, we get our shots and shit. So we, we head back over to, like, where the dance uh, places and we're going up and I, like, Kiki Palmer's in there like, it's mm-hmm. like all these fucking celebrities so it's like uh, so you know me I'm always dancing Millie Rocking and Yo, shit like that yeah. so I'm when going- it comes to Millie Rocking by the way it's universally known you have the best one and Dwayne <laughs> has the worst one right I feel like Peach has oh, 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 oh Peach is pretty bad yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. Peach that's my guy but he, yeah shout out to Peach yeah it's, it's pretty bad yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so um, <laughs> the Millie Rocking spots so I think like uh Nas, Fab, and like ASAP is like in a corner somewhere, mm-hmm. and it like I'm having going. a rappers meeting. <laughs> huh? I don't know what they're yeah. doing. Like yeah. in this section, I'm like dancing and shit. I'm dancing, I'm dancing, I'm dancing, and like I see, I'm like facing Raven, so she's facing like this section, and I'm going, I'm going, and she's looking at me like, yeah, nigga, keep going, keep going, you killing it, you killing it. So I'm like, all right, I'm keep going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I swear to God. I'm tired of shit now. Like, I was like, I was like pulling out every move I ever had. Like at one point, I did like a 360 somersault and landed on my head and spun around and got back up. And oh, it was, it's showtime! It was yeah. like I was pulling you ended out up in like an Adidas jumpsuit. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't believe everything that I was doing. Y'all turn around. Chris Brown steps over the velvet rope, comes up to me. At this point, I didn't know whether he wanted to battle me. Or fight me, yo, yo! If he battled you, what did you have left? He, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't know that though. Nothing. He didn't know nothing that though. So he comes. To, mind you, I have the party eating out of my hands at this point. Like mm-hmm. everybody, like you were watching burgers. burgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's yeah. just watching me at this point. I could have sneezed. Everybody would have said, "God bless you." You know what I'm saying? It was, <laughs> it was that. It was that real. And he just come up to me and he dapped me up. He's like, "Yo, Chris, not Chris. I'm making <laughs> yeah. this up." He's like, "Yo," he's like, he, he dapped me up. To be honest, I don't know what he said. I was so starstruck. I was like, yo, this is like the best dancer of our generation. Right. Like, mm-hmm. This thing is like well, coming second best. Who's it? Of our generation. Who's the first? Who's the first? Oh. Uh, ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the second best dancer of our generation <laughs> is coming up to me. And he's just like, yo, man, keep keep killing it. Some shit. Like, I, I, I really can't tell you what he said. He daps me up, you know, brings me in and just like walks off. And I was like, yo... And like in this party, like you can't like Snapchat and shit. Like you can't right. be like they on your, your phone. phone like yeah. That. But like even, they didn't take our phones. But like you didn't want to be that person. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like Ravens look at, like looking at me like nigga, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at her like I know. <laughs> it was lit, yo. It that's was, amazing. Like yeah, like like that's, it's so much better that it was him and not like just like a random like Jabberwocky or like yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. like you know like and Chris Brown is like Chris Brown like he's in the party like he's dancing the whole night like he's going yeah he doesn't he don't stop you were just doing you though and I was just doing me in my own spot he came out of his section to come up to me I was like yo this shit is fire like and I ain't never really been like I said we been around uh, stars all the time like yeah. it's regular but like to have that that was a moment for me like yo he just respected my Millie Rock so you know that's I mean? incredible yeah that's what's up shout out to Chris Brown no, it, so it doesn't get better than that no no no, no <laughs> absolutely not like that that changed my you know whole um, LA experience because I didn't really like LA before that Penny Blues at LA the next day. happened 
that day, uh, the day before. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Future's party was the next day. Gotcha. And then we um we Yo, went and did that. And that whole flight back, you were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> my, I took the Uber like straight to the airport. Oh my god. Yeah. So my flight was like that night. So like I had all my bags at the hotel. I got my bags, and we all just we just went back. It was just a fucking time. That's unbelievable. Wait, why didn't you like LA before that? Uh, you know, and even now, like LA is so superficial, like. Like, even in L.A., like, you couldn't tell me I didn't make it at that point. I didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. I just danced in a party full of fucking celebrities. You know what I mean? It's just like, you get this feeling of, like, oh, I fucking made it. And I feel like the big problem is a lot of people go to L.A. before they make it to make it. And it's like, nah, like, L.A. is the destination spot. Like, once you've made it, then you go to L.A. Right, you right. don't go to L.A. before you make it because then you think that you've made it and you haven't done shit. And because... I'm talking about this this story right here, like it's just like this big crazy thing. But to be honest, yo, like it's regular. Right. This right. shit is regular in LA. Like they always have these kind of mansion parties, these house parties and all these kind of different things. Yeah, so then you like, wake up and then you have to do something the next day. Yeah, and I know if I ever moved to LA, like I would do that every day. Right. right. So I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not. You yeah, get so fat with all those burgers. <laughs> <sighs> so what has what has three or four years of doing this done for your career hosting? Like who is who is calling you up and saying like yo this isn't Henny Palooza but I got something for you in this city or this part of town yeah man I got booked in like I get booked like in South by Southwest like just different uh, places even within the city and out the city it's just like created this crazy platform for me because now it's like people are like watching me they respect me and I, a lot of it has to do with I think traveling anonymous too because like that's just been I I couldn't even imagine like what that shit is doing right now, but like, yo, it just put me in a position for people to pay attention more. What do your parents think about number one, your career hosting? Have they seen you <laughs> do it live? Yo, my dad, like he fucking tells everybody. <laughs> Like it's so it's annoying, <laughs> and like everybody thinks that he's I'm proud. Yeah. yeah, he's proud, but like they think I'm P Diddy now. <laughs> and I'm like I'm not like I don't have millions of dollars, and I'm not as big as you think I am. Like please slow it down. Like we're getting there. Right, How right, many right, furs right. do you have? Huh? How many furs do you have? Fur? I have no furs. <laughs> so like you're, I have, you're not, you're not Diddy. Diddy. Right, you're right. Yeah, you're I'm right. not fucking Diddy. <laughs> have you ever thrown a kettlebell at anybody? No. No. Okay. You're, you're not Diddy. Not you're Diddy. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's just like it's like, yo, dad, like slow down. Like I get it that like, you're proud of me. Real like, proud though, though. Yeah, that's I, dope. Though. Yeah, it is. It's so much better than the alternative. <laughs> you know, but, but it, what, what, what kind of fucks me up was like I went to college, mm-hmm. I got a degree, right. I yep. got a job. Yeah. You know, I did all that. Yeah, yeah. But how many followers did that get you? It took my father to add me on Facebook to finally be like, son, I'm proud of you like he's like yo you're really like cool like i didn't know like you were this like noble amongst your peers and i'm like yeah <laughs> and he's like you know like oh i done all this kind of shit right and it ain't mean nothing but like you see that i got a hundred likes right or right, whatever. right and you're like oh yo this kid is like doing his thing it's like it, that's how i know like he wants to be your manager <laughs> social media is just so superficial man. Do, did, at the thanksgiving uh table were you talking about likes and and retweets and <laughs> Nah, I was just more so telling like the uh, LA stories, of course, and just like hosting and just like the fun we have doing that. So, but you, have your parents seen you do it live though? No, because I'm afraid. Lo brought his parents. But That's y- so it, crazy. To well, me. but but you know what though? 
it made him so proud oh, of yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, of everything to share it with his parents. I'm just is... imagining mom coming to Henny Palooza. No, we did a video. <laughs> we had a, we had a, we have a song with Bum B called "Girls with the Dirty Souths." Right, you do. Yeah, and yeah. that video is us down in Houston with him as the three world's worst landscapers saluting those women who let the bush grow. That's fine. Our mother has never seen that video, nor will she see that video. Right. Right. That's. It, you you sort yeah. of keep this like distance. Well, that being of... said, we we showed her the video with Mano and she cried. Yeah, yeah, we have a song with Mano. Happiness. Okay, good, 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 good. But you know, we we don't curse in front of our mom. Like it's just like there's a Never separation have. of church and state, right? Yeah. So you don't want to bring your parents. Like my my father saw the video of me going viral because he's on Twitter or because because someone someone showed it to someone. him. Oh, who was it? I don't even what relative. Know. But my dad is like. Can you send me the raw version? The what? raw version? What happens in the raw version? No, no, no. Like, no, no. <laughs> not, like, not like it online. Like, he wants to have it in his phone. Oh, I thought that, like, something like like Eddie Murphy raw. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Yo. Just like he just wanted Does to your have dad know Fleisch? <laughs> Yo, actually, Tech Music fan shot that. Shout out to Tech Music. Yeah. Shout, shout out to, music, to you. Yeah. Yo, you always. Every fucking word shooting shit, and yo, like yo, you really was out there in the right place at the right time. Shout out to Texas, <laughs> man, yo. Yo, he took some great pictures of us as well. You None of lie. us of girls grinding on us, but you know, shout that's, out to him again. That's the difference between what Chris does and what we do. So right. it was a good time. So your your dad wants that video, but you're not bringing him to the party. Uh, yeah, I mean, just have like, any have any like Lowe's role. It's different from my role. Like, I'm sitting there humping women, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, throughout the party. You know right. what I'm saying? And Lowe is the consummate pro- uh, professional. That's right. Yeah, yeah. like, Lowe could probably, like, cool it out and, like, be right. Like, my mother would be like, God, take this kid to the church and throw, like, holy water on me and shit. So, you know. what What song is really, like, yours? Legend. Legend. By Drake. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, that just personifies like where I'm at and what I'm doing and shit like that. And it always goes up in Henny Palooza. And um, recently, it's just like this whole mannequin challenge shit has been going crazy, too. So, like, I kind of brought that there. Uh, they tried to tell me it wasn't cool. Shout out to everybody in Henny Palooza that told me <laughs> that uh, the mannequin challenge wouldn't pop at Henny Palooza. And? Oh. It was a fucking hit. That would be me. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely be. I, I feel like mannequin challenge is so over. Yeah, it was like, no, but like at the time. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, it's like so over. Nobody's doing it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. No one's going to listen. And then when the beat dropped and that fucking roof in LA <laughs> went off, it was like, nah, this is still a fucking thing. So, it's like a boat. So, so wait, have your parents heard what you do with Trapping Anonymous? My mother has. All right. So your what? dad's on your Henny Palooza shit and yep. your mom's oh, on your podcast. Child. And we should explain like what Trapping Anonymous is. Okay. I mean, that's on you. That's oh, on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, all right. So, I basically. Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> sell it, right? All right. So, Trapping Anonymous is my personal podcast. Um, it started off with four episodes where I interview scammers, I interview uh, prostitutes, I interview people from Backpage, I interview strippers, I interview dominatrix, I've interviewed drug dealers, just different people in sort of this underworld. And I do it anonymously where I change like their voice. I distort the voice just a little bit. Not to where it's annoying, but just so you can't identify who the person is. Mm-hmm. And they can be truly honest no and they could be a hundred percent honest they sit there and they talk about their stories the good stories when they made fifty thousand dollars in a week and then they talk about the stories where they they seen a man get shot dead in front of their faces so it gets pretty intense and it's sort of therapeutic in a, in a sense you know i had people that sat there and just cried mid-interview mid- because yeah it's i like, mean these are stories that they don't 
tell I'm sure a lot of people and you're sharing this with like thousands of people yeah and like originally I made trapping anonymous four episodes because a I limited thought, run yeah, yeah limited run and um because I honestly thought it was gonna fail like ah nobody's gonna really listen to this shit I'm gonna just do it mm-hmm. and like after the four episodes I could just pretend it never happened mm-hmm. no but that's when you trip you make it like what happened with the floor exactly and so you kept it going. So Eric took your advice and threw it back in your face. <laughs> <laughs> so quick. I almost was like, yo, who are you? <laughs> no, he did it so quick. No, but um, all seriousness, it's like after the first episode, I'm looking on my SoundCloud. And I didn't even realize that SoundCloud was a fucking whole platform of social media. Yeah. You get followers. You yep. get messages. You get views. You get plays. I had no idea like SoundCloud was this thing. So I'm like, I put it up on SoundCloud and like um like after a week or so it's like at three thousand plays and I'm like, three thousand people listen to this shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now people are hitting me up on my social media. They're like, yo, you got to keep going with Trapping Anonymous. Like, these stories are crazy. These people are nuts. We want to hear more. We want to hear more. And I'm just like, uh, but I don't even, I, I don't know. Like, I don't even know where to go with this. But there's like, there's so many things that people could talk about anonymously. And there's so many things in the underworld that we could do. Yeah. There's so many different angles we could attack. So. And how amazing is it that you've taken something that you didn't think was going to be anything and turned it into something that just has a life of its own? I mean, I can't believe it. Like we're seven episodes in and we're at seventy thousand plays. Like seven episodes in, we're in seventy thousand plays. Like to people that have you guys, you probably all these fucking views. I don't know. You have all these fucking followers. I mean, we're the most popular. I don't. Want to- <laughs> no, 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 I get it. Like yeah. that's we not get people a lot. blackball from parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to you guys, that's not enough. But to somebody that just thought, like, you know, what I mean, like, all right, let's just do this for the fuck of it. It's like, yo, that's a lot of people. See, you know? I, I don't know if you know this, but and we're. A decade into our career, right? Wow! But congrats, thank you, thank you. But at the at the beginning, for the first three and a half years of it, we were making YouTube videos for nothing. Like wow, that came all out of our pocket. Wow, just that was us being like every Monday morning, we're gonna put out a video because you have to. We we have to keep going yeah. and and not just like yeah, consistency, consistency and, quality. and quality. Yeah, and, quality. and yeah, not just like you know talking. Like it had to be like a whole production every single week, just doing something like. And the whole goal for us was to just remain fresh. Didn't matter yeah. what the numbers were. It was a blessing that wow. like the numbers climbed. Oh, but that's what wow. it is because okay, like you know, you know how many people are not gonna go to the length that you're doing it right now. That helps. You okay. know that like no, like I didn't, what, I didn't even think about that. No, but the truth is that like you're doing what so many people won't, which is like doing it. Right. Yeah. You're recording it, you're putting it out there, and you're seeing where it goes. Where a lot of people are like, they'll they'll talk their shit and not do anything. Hey, yo, listen here, man. Like, I got back, I got the idea in Colombia. I was getting like a massage, and I, the country, Colombia. Yeah, Colombia. Okay, the country. And you, have to, you have to start this story over. I'm sorry. So, I'm, no, I'm not. And so, like, it sounds funny at first, but like, to be honest, like, it was the only time that I had where my mind was fucking clear. Mm. Like being in Colombia, being I had no service. I had lost all my contacts in San Francisco, so I was just like. I had nothing. Like, I wasn't even really having sex. Like, I'd rather jerk off and just, like, think of other shit. Like, because I just wasn't focused on anything else. Like, you know what I mean? And my mind was so clear. So, out in there getting a massage, and it literally hit me. Because I feel like, in my mind, when you have nothing on your mind is when you have the time to think. Because we're always doing something. We're always on our phones. We're always on Twitter. We're always on whatever we're doing. We're partying. We're doing our podcasts. We're doing mm. something. And you never really have a time to really have your mind clear. And when your mind is clear, yo, you're going to come up with some shit. And so now, how do you get that clarity? 
I you're mean, back in the city. I just go to like Future's party and they take my phone. Oh, and then sure, I'm good. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all seriousness. Yo, you, you get that in meditation. You get that when you remove yourself. Yeah. You, you get that when you just shut off your phone, when you don't hit nobody up for a day. And you know what I'm saying? You get that when you remove yourself from your everyday life. Well, let me ask yeah. you a question then. Do you get value from having a job that's not in this business and not in this world? Like, do you get a break? Yeah. Because, because having that removed is so important. Oh man, it's we're getting deep right now. You guys <laughs> yeah. are, yo. What the fuck? <laughs> you guys are like smart and shit. Yeah, what's funny is that we build this as a comedy podcast, and then we just we do these Oprah things. Yeah, and then you just throw shit in there. Yeah, no, just but, try and make um, you cry. <laughs> no, but real talk is like, so I'm like in this phase of like, how long can I work and how long can I do what I do on the side? Because it's like three jobs. Like I'm on tour, Henny Palooza. Right. We just did ten cities. Next year we're thinking about t- we're doing twenty two cities. You know what I'm saying? And I'm hosting around the city and doing other shit. And then I got like the podcast. Like I still produce the podcast. Yeah. And like stop fucking hitting me up about the podcast. Like this is not like a this is not like a regular podcast. Like it's not. I can't just find fucking criminals <laughs> every fucking day openly willing to talk about this shit. By the way, it's New York. You definitely can. <laughs> I, I grew up with them yeah, but, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no like um so for me i'm just in this weird space like i just llc my name i'm just really getting my brand together and my company together like so i'm really really like i'm hitting the pavement hard and Good for you. I, it's, I just don't know when the time will be to just like all right quit your job and just focus on this 100 percent of the time but i just found myself always thinking about this always wanting to do this always because this is my passion i yeah. love what i do that's the most passion. important part. Yeah. And the difference is like your passion is like well, what, well, what what in this world would you do for free yeah. if nobody would fucking pay you? If nobody say, yo, listen, we ain't got the check today and you don't mind because you have that much fun. Yeah. And that's how much fun I have out there on that stage, dancing, singing, hosting. That's how much fun it is for me. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Once again, we are in the middle of 12 days of podcasts. Jeff, if people want to listen to more episodes of this very here podcast, where should they go? You can go to soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. You can also go to iTunes, search for a waste of time with It's The Real. We are also on uh, Twitter at It's The Real, Instagram at It's The Real, Facebook at It's The Real. You can find us in the streets if you just shout It's The Real. We are at The Deli at It's The Real. And we are also on Facebook under our given names. Yeah. Jeff, we're trying to spread the word about this podcast. That's why we're doing 12 Days of Podcast. And it all starts with us. We like to tell our friends about the podcast, so they will then tell their friends who will tell their friends and spread the word about A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Which friend would you like to tell today? I want to tell Matt Miggs. Matt Miggs. M-I-G-G-Z. Yes, Matt Migliarelli. He is a photographer. He is a good friend. He also walks everywhere in New York City. He does not use the subway. And he also listens to our podcast when he's walking. Shout out to Matt Miggs, uh, who I believe is stopping by today. Uh, he's going to stop by every day. All right. Well, <laughs> Matt Miggs is going to walk up to the Upper West Side. Shout out to Matt Miggs. And Matt, go tell everyone about this podcast. I would like to shout out Greg Mayo who is the composer and producer of all of our music. And if you guys like our intro music on this podcast, if you like the music that we're going to play at SODs on February 23rd, 2017, follow at Greg Mayo Music on Twitter and Instagram and uh, get familiar with him. And Mayo, go tell everyone about this podcast. Yeah, Mayo, don't tell us. Like, we already know. We know about the podcast. Jeff? Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow? We'll be here. All right, see you.